Welcome. Welcome to a preview edition of Fearless with Jason Whitlock. We want to talk about last night's NBA Finals. The Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo won his first championship. The Bucks won their first championship in more than 50 years. Fearless contributor Greg Couch wrote a column today, this morning on Blaze.com, about how Giannis's championship actually diminishes LeBron James. We want to go out to Chicago and talk with Greg Couch and get his take. Greg, explain your take on how this championship diminishes LeBron James. Well, I think Giannis just proved that you can do it sort of the old-fashioned way, which is to get drafted and work your way up and improve yourself and get better and better while the team, you know, they fit the pieces around you and, and build a team around someone, whereas LeBron could never do that. What he had to do was gather his superstar friends together and kind of get around the salary cap, uh, you know, restrictions and start a whole team for himself that would just, you know, buy his way into a championship. So, you know, if Giannis can do it and LeBron can't do it, I just think that sort of reduces LeBron in a way that, you know, I don't, you know, all the argument always about is LeBron as good as Michael Jordan? Is he not as good? I mean, he's not. I mean, this is another thing that just sort of proved it. You're from Chicago. You're a Chicago sports fan. Is any of that opinion based on the fact that you have an affinity for the Bulls and Michael Jordan and a fondness of those memories of Michael Jordan, or are you just sticking to the facts? I, th I think I'm just sticking to the facts. I mean, yeah, I don't have, uh, I don't think it's a, I mean, if that were the case, I'd be talking about Bob Love right now and how great he was. Uh, you know, I, 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 yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's too big of a stretch to argue that Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. And, uh, you know, LeBron did it in a way that's sort of the new way of doing it. I mean, they tried to do it in Brooklyn this way and it did, this year and it didn't work. And uh, it's just not as, I mean, I know what you're saying. Okay, Michael Jordan had to have Scottie Pippen there. He had to get Dennis Rodman along the way, maybe Tony Kukoc. So, you know, what's the difference? But, but it, there is a difference because you, you start from the up forming a base and working your way up. Whereas it just doesn't seem the same when you say, okay, I think uh, it's better over there, so I'll go over there and play for them instead and put, put my team together. It's just, it seems like you're not going through the process and you're, you're sort of cheating it and, and, and skipping a few steps. So, yeah, I think, I think I'm being honest. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I'm actually holding back. I actually agree with you. I, I think last night what Giannis did is, the bad, is a really bad look for LeBron James. I think it ends the whole Michael Jordan, LeBron James debate. It's just over. Giannis Antetokounmpo, despite what Stephen Jackson, I guess, went on Fox Sports this morning and said Giannis is playing on the super team. And I'm like, hey, Stephen, cut it, cut it out. Stop it. Cut it out. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, that's not a super team. I'm sorry. That, that, hell, uh, they had the one kid, uh, Bogdan, I think, that left and went to the Indi uh, Indiana Pacers, and he could have been as good, better than Drew Holiday, or, you know, th there'll be some argument, disagreement about that. But what Giannis just did, I didn't even think he was capable of doing, particularly after the way Toronto took him apart a couple years ago in that series yeah. where they showed you how to build a wall and shut him down. I don't think the I don't know if the Suns had the right defensive approach with Giannis or Giannis just got better. But to put up 50 points last night and to hit all them free throws after free throws have been a problem, that's one of the greatest performances of all time. That man carried that team to a championship. 
it's in this era, in the super team era, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, we need to end that discussion altogether. Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. And Giannis did improve. I mean, you're right. What happened to Toronto? He got better. And also just when he showed up eight years ago, he didn't really have a lot of muscle and he just got better. He just, it's a process. It's a process. It's a process. You know, he just, he just got himself better. He he built himself into being a champion and he didn't do it himself. I understand, but he didn't just pick and choose the, the superstar buddies and let's all get together and have a big party. You know, it's, it was, it was, it's sort of more, I don't know if it's more noble this way or not, and maybe I'm overstating it, but it's it's pretty uh, impressive, and be, and also it sort of proves that the the mountaintop mountaintop exists for everybody. It's not just for the the, the superstars. I think the word that it is, it's just more impressive. And mm-hmm. look, it was impressive what LeBron did when he came out of a, a hole, a three-one hole against the Golden State Warriors, but he had Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. And Kyrie Irving's better than anybody than Chris Middleton. He's better at that time, in particular, better than Chris Middleton, better than Drew Holiday. Hell, Kevin Love, I would argue, better than either one of those guys at that time. But let's move to the really major news from uh, last night's NBA Finals. Very quickly here, uh, can we pour out some liquor? Uh, Maria Taylor <laughs> is leaving ESPN. What? Yeah, she's late. She's the contract dispute, the smearing of Rachel Nichols. Uh, that show they put together is Greg calls it Real Housewives of ESPN. Uh, it's over. Maria Taylor's leaving ESPN. I don't know if I'll be able to watch the NBA again, what? Greg. <laughs> Will you be able to enjoy the NBA without Maria Taylor? I mean, will Rachel Nichols take her spot, I guess, or. Uh... Uh, you know, it won't be the same. You're right. The, the world will look a whole lot different now. <laughs> look, I'm not sure if I don't think Rachel Nichols I'll, I can replace her because I think people would, you know, call ESPN racist if that happened. I think this little child they brought out of high school, Malika, uh, Malika Andrews or whatever, the sideline reporter, that everybody's acting like no one's ever asked questions like her before. Uh, you know, she's now the new greatest thing that's ever happened to sports broadcasting. She may end up the anchor of NBA Countdown. Everybody last night was just raving. Oh, my God, look at the way she handled the post game. And, and I'm just going to be honest. I thought it was, it almost diminished. It made like, th- there's some child with, whose brand isn't really associated with the NBA. It's a child hosting the post-championship ceremony. It, to me, it was just diminished. When you start thinking about Bob Costas, some of the biggest names in broadcasting, people, I think maybe Doris Burke has done it before. Her, Doris Burke's brand is really strongly tied to the NBA. She's a great broadcaster. Right. I just thought the whole thing looked cheap and cheesy last night. It's like, well, they done brought a kid straight out of the high school journalism program. And yes, they plugged her in and she's asking, you know, decent questions for a sideline reporter. But, but it, it had no stature, it had no gravitas, was my take. Yeah, I thought her questions, I was actually paying attention to that and thinking about it when she was doing it. And I thought, oh, she's doing a, she's doing a pretty good job. I mean, that's gonna, you're right. There was no wow factor. There was no, uh, uh, she's a star. This is a big moment. It, it didn't really portray a big moment. And she just, I was just watching her thinking, yeah. I mean, what you just said, basically, the kid out of 
kid out of working her way up and she's doing a, a, a nice job. <laughs> That's not exactly a wow. Showing a lot of promise. Showing a lot of promise, but not built for the stage that she was on. All right, Greg, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Milwaukee Bucks are champions. LeBron James is no longer in the same class as Michael Jordan. We all know that now. And Maria Taylor is taking her three, four million dollar contract demands over to NBC. Uh, she's oppressed. Uh, you know, I hope that, you know, the oppression doesn't uh, sabotage the rest of her career uh, moving forward at NBC. But this is just a little short preview. I want you guys to come back at 5 p.m. wherever out uh, wherever a podcast are available, 5 p.m. Eastern, and catch the full show. Dr. Boyce Watkins uh, will be on the show to help me talk about Deion Sanders and the controversy that he's involved in with a reporter at the SWAC Southwestern Athletic Conference. HBCU football conference media day. Dion got in a dispute. Dr. Boyce Watkins will help me talk about that. And then it's Wednesday. We got some more Tennessee harmony. Two ministers are going to help are going to come in here and help me talk about Reverend Tony Evans's remarkable sermon about what's going on in America and how God is disrupting things. Can't wait for you to hear this discussion. So 5 p.m. wherever podcasts are, are, are played, 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Blaze TV, and across where, where Facebook, wherever videos are played. You can catch the full edition of Fearless with Jason Whitlock. Come back. I want to be, I just want, I want to be, I just want.